I have a there's a tingling in my trousers and it's not a good one. Just find a ways to win. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Rumham. I'm sorry. I just spent like a solid uh, ten minutes going through all of my shitty old intros, and uh, it ju- it makes me miss my my Aussie friend Evan. Um, I am a terrible, terrible friend. I've discussed that many times. I'm a terrible friend, and I need to uh, be a better friend, not just to Evan, but to all my friends. Um, but of all the ones that I listen to, that one's my favorite. Um, Partially because I, that rum ham clip fucking kills me every single time. Anyways, listen, quick, not an episode. Hold on. All right, I had to move the mic. Quick, not an episode, entirely sports related. Why? Well, uh, the last episode that I did, which was, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to say it was terrible. It just was uh, not. Great, right? Okay. Uh, and I did very little sports. So this, in, this not an episode, episode is entirely sports and sports related. I'm pumping this shit out on a, on a Monday morning, early on a Monday morning before work. Because, you know, my uh, brain was working this morning. Somehow, even though I, my body, not so much. My brain, yeah. Uh, getting ready to leave to go to Las Vegas tonight. Very excited. Very, very excited. I need to get the fuck out of here. It's cold this morning. And of course, as we're gone, it's going to be 65 and 70 degrees. Um, so, uh, goddamn smart weather. Tom Brady, everybody's favorite person. Maybe not, but he is the favorite person of a lot of people. Uh, Him and uh, his two boys, which could not, those two kids could not look like different people. I find it very odd. Like, and I don't know which one's which. Like, you can obviously tell which one is like the, with, with the modeling genes, because he's dressed to the fucking nines. At a soccer game. And then the other one isn't. So, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. I'm sure they're both terrific children. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rag on kids. We've seen where that's gotten some people. I'm not gonna do that. Anyways, Tom takes his two boys out to Manchester United, which, you know, I guess is a good thing. But apparently that, you know, he Tom is a plastic fan, so he's a big Man U supporter. Not saying that all Man U supporters are plastic, just most of them. Most of them. So he's out there, he, you know, him and Harry Kane apparently are, are buddies, but Harry is just like a huge fan of his. So I don't know if they're actually friends. Because Tom is not on the same level as Harry. Right in terms of sports superstardom, worldwide superstardom, and I say that because of Tom's wife, not because of Tom and his play. There's a connection, anyways. Point of the story is that he goes to to Manchester United. He's at old 
Old uh, Old Trafford, and he's I almost said Old Stratford. Oof, I would have lost my soccer card right there. He's at Old Trafford. Uh, I was hoping for a nil-nil draw just because after West Ham's fantastic fucking game yesterday, uh, they are off the schneid and at no better time. They needed those three points badly to stay in contention for a top-four spot. They're still in it. I think Arsenal's going to get it because fucking Arsenal is rolling, and it pains me to say that because fuck Arsenal. Not as much as fuck Chelsea, which is hilarious, by the way. Chelsea is bankrupt everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. Yeah. It's a song. Look it up. Um, that whole thing, that's an entirely different. I'm getting off track. Anyways, going back to Tom. So Tom goes to, to Old Trafford and he sees uh, Ronaldo score a fucking hat trick at 38 years old. Ronaldo has 807 career goals, which is fucking banana land. At this point, he's probably better than Messi, even though Messi is still better. Depressing. Not depressing. It's just that Messi's, Messi made the a terrible decision. Terrible. He should not have gone to PSG. All right, I'm getting off track again. Let's go back to Tom. So Tom sees this, and he's like, fucking A. This guy's 38, and he's out here dominating people. I should, I could go back. I can play. And what? I don't know. Seven hours later, he tweets out he's, that he's coming back. Ronaldo had to have, like, that performance had to have been the final push. I mean, maybe not. Um, friend of the show, Ian, non-plastic Man U supporter, uh, sent a text this morning. I'm convinced Tom Brady saw Ronaldo's performance on Saturday and was like, fuck that. Uh, I can still play. Ha ha. That's a direct, direct, it's a direct quote, direct quote. I thought they played yesterday. No, yesterday was West Ham. Okay. All right. So my entire bit is, is smashed. Not, not entirely, but because I was going to say, oh, well, you know, he was either still in Manchester or he just lent. No, David, you you got your days fucking mixed up because you're a moron. And so Tom says he's coming back. Tampa's very excited. Here's my theory, okay? My theory is he wanted to go somewhere else. Didn't want to be in Tampa. And this has been bandied about. But I'm thinking he did not want to be in Tampa anymore, right? Uh, And he's like, okay, well, I need to figure out a way to get out. I'll just retire. Now, I don't think that was Tom's decision. I, I think maybe his agent who I think is still Don Yee. I'm not 100% certain. Um, you know, maybe maybe suggested that was a good idea. In theory, it may have been with a normal person, a normal player. The greatest quarterback of all time is not a normal player. Therefore, Tampa is not going to respond in a normal fashion, which would be to put him on... Uh, you know, maybe release his rights or just, you know, release him for whatever reason. No, Tampa's like, okay, uh, we're not letting you go anywhere else. So now he's handcuffed because Bruce Arians is a douche, apparently, and I don't think Tom likes him very much, but, you know, it's either you retire for for real or you come back and play for Tampa. I don't think he had any other choices unless someone was going to come in 
swoop in and offer Tampa, you know, a reasonable offer, not fucking stupid Bruce Arians. Oh, five number ones. That's what it's going to take. Now, shut the fuck up. You and your dumb hats. Get the fuck out of here. So I think that's how that played out. Um, and you know what? Good. I'm glad that he's coming back. Whether or not it's one or two more. I mean, fuck you. Like, why not two more years? Why only one? You know? The funny part is, though, I hope he waits to to do anything contract-wise until after Aaron Rodgers signs. Uh, because then his contract should be whatever Rodgers gets plus $1. Just to fucking cram it straight up. Aaron Rodgers' ass. Imagine Aaron Rodgers' reaction to that fucking tweet. Do you think he fucking, like, crawled up into his... Uh... <laughs> All right, I'm not going to say that. Do you think that he was very disappointed because of every single person in this country who was mad that Tom Brady was coming back, Aaron Rodgers is at the top of that fucking list. He had an absolute fucking yellow brick road straight to the to the conference championship maybe to the super bowl if he could not choke in the conference championship because the nfc was completely devoid of quarterback talent not completely but partially devoid of quarterback talent after russell wilson got traded to the denver broncos out of the nfc so there you have, you know, Aaron Rodgers, like, you know, being all, hey, I'm back, guys. Yay. Aren't I the best? Aren't I awesome? No, you fucking crunchy prick. You know, and then Tom comes by. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm coming back, so let's go. So now Gronk, the whole story about Gronk going to Buffalo, I don't think that happens. I think Gronk stays in Tampa. They run that back. <clears throat> They've already had one dude who was contemplating leaving uh, his center. He's back. They did lose an offensive lineman, Ellie Marpet. He's retired. Um, so <clears throat> I'm curious to see who else they bring in or who decides to, to join the party, if you will. Uh, Chris Godwin's staying, but you know he's not going to play till like week eight because he blew out his ACL. Uh, but fascinating. Absolutely. It, and not entirely surprising either, which is the other thing. Should not be a surprise to anybody that he's back because it just seemed odd when he retired. I saw a tweet the other day that basically said, hey, this is almost like attending your own funeral. Like Tom got to stage his own funeral and hear all these wonderful glowing things about him only to say, hey, you know what? I'm coming back. So good on Tom. Looking forward to that. <clears throat> See how that goes. Uh, let's let's just go back to soccer real quick. Um, yesterday's West Ham, uh, they they played Aston Villa. Aston Villa, good club. Stevie J Rod, J Rod, Stevie Gerard is the coach. Steven Gerard. When it comes to the English stuff, I'm just not. I don't know. Because uh, I wanted to say Stevie G, and then it probably wouldn't have fit in the context of this program since nobody really likes soccer. It's not true. It's not true. Um, anyways, he's the manager at Aston Villa. So absolutely massive fucking game for West Ham. Massive. They needed it, and they needed it badly. And they came out, 
And they played very well. Right from the jump, they played well. But the problem was they, they've played well in the last handful of games. It's just they haven't been able to fucking score. I mean, honestly, it's it's been awful to watch them try to score. Plenty of chances. Just couldn't finish. Terrible. Not good. So, yes, yeah, so yesterday they come out. Same thing. They come out. They're flying. They're rolling. And they finally score a goal. And who scores the goal, though, but um, Andrei Yarmolenko, Ukrainian uh, uh, superstar. I think he has scored the most, second most goals in uh, Ukrainian history. And so he had he hadn't played in or been even been available since uh, Putin decided to, you know, get a heart on and, and blow shit up. So, you know. Unbelievably emotional because he he only came on because our only striker, the only fucking striker we have on our team, uh, Mikel Antonio, he uh, hurt his hamstring uh, again for the 88th time. So they took him off. Yarmolenko came on. Not a really nice goal with his left foot. Incredibly emotional. He's crying on the pitch. It was, it was something. Um, so they had to win that game after that goal. They had to. Uh, they went up uh, 2-0. Beautiful ball up the middle of the field from Declan Rice, who is the best goddamn midfielder on the planet Earth. Uh, beautiful ball up. Gave it off to uh, Saeed Benrama. Nice little dish to Pablo Fornals, who is Spanish. Oh, wonderful young man. I love him. Uh, nice goal. They're up 2-0. They ended up giving up one. So they won the match 2-1. But massive, massive, massive three points. Going into a massive match on Thursday, the hope is that everyone will be healthy. Um, Antonio hopefully can come back. Aaron Cresswell went out, so hopefully he can come back as well. If Jared Bowen is able to play, it, it would be awesome if they managed to fucking win this match on Thursday in advance in the Europa League, which would be... It's not supposed to happen for West Ham, okay? If you're at all familiar with the trials and tribulations of of the uh, English Premier League and the way that people think of uh, West Ham as a whole, you know it's not supposed to happen. So looking forward to that. All right, and that was talking soccer. I made up that bit right there. Uh, Second, Kyrie. Actually, that would be third, Kyrie. So Kyrie, by now most people are tired of his nonsense because he's a pain in the balls. But... It, at this point, it makes no sense for him not to be playing these home games, right? Uh, they played yesterday. I think it was yesterday because I got all my dates wrong. And, uh, you know, he's able to to buy a ticket, go to the game, sit there, and and watch the game. But he can't play because of a private sector city ordinance um, from the mayor. And the, and the mayor of New York. I don't get this guy. <laughs> Strange dude. I'm not going to get, you know, no politics on the sports page. Ain't happening. Um, so, just at odd. But, but here's my thing, okay? I want to see him lose and them lose with a fully healthy squad so that they have no excuses for why they didn't win a title again. Because you, you know it's coming. Ben Simmons may never play another basketball game ever again. I don't know what's going on between that kid's ears, but I can understand 
not wanting to play in Philadelphia in front of those savages. I get that. But now you're playing in Brooklyn with two, you know, future Hall of Famers. You should be, if if you can't get your head straight to do that, well, then you have a bigger problem. That's all I'm saying. So, look, uh, all the nonsense with Kyrie and his vaccination, all that crap, all that aside, uh, he should just be playing by now. And, and you have the other side of the argument where people, you know, still talking about, you know, millions, uh, hundreds of thousands of people have died from this thing. You know, you don't want to mess with it. Um, you know, fine. If you want to have that opinion, you can. It's okay. It's just like the people on the other side and the non-vax people, uh, they can have their opinion. Fine, whatever. If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's okay. But this thing with the mayor where he's like, okay, well, now we're going to drop all these mandates, but we're going to keep this one mandate. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop it. There's a, there's a point. There's a, there's a line. And, and, you know, you're just, you're dancing all over it for some weird reason, as if it makes any fucking lick of difference whatsoever. If you want to tell people that they have to wear a mask on the subway, I mean, honestly, I'm fine with that. You should do that anyway, because the subways are disgusting. But enough. Let Kyrie play. Let Kyrie come back in the playoffs. Let Kyrie sit behind a microphone and whine and think he's smarter than everybody in the room. And let him come back and ultimately lose because he's not... Well, look, if he does win, it's not going to matter because he did nothing. It's Kevin Durant. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. Kyrie's very good. Probably going to the Hall of Fame. But, uh, you know, he's going to ride another fucking set of coattails to another title if they do win. So, there you go. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Finally, baseball. Huzzah! Yay! Uh, honestly, I was really hoping that this would drag out so that the owners would eventually come back groveling to the players, but I can see why players didn't want to lose a month's salary. I get that. Fine. And from from all indications, for the most part, the players got most of what they wanted, which is terrific. I'm happy for them. They should probably still get more, but the downside to it, right, is they fucking... All the rules, the fun things um, that baseball had kind of been messing with the last few years, like the ghost runner on second in extra innings, an absolutely brilliant, genius uh, thing. Nobody wants to sit and watch a baseball game go fucking 17 innings in the middle of May or some bullshit. Enough. Stop it. Like You're not going to do that in the playoffs, and I get that. But why in the regular season do we need to sit and watch a 17-inning fucking baseball game? All you're doing is killing the players. But the problem is the players are like, oh, no, we don't want that to count against our stats. Shut the fuck up. Stop it. The seven-inning doubleheaders, brilliant. Nope, getting rid of those too. Uh, they're not doing anything with the shift. They're not doing a pitch clock. They're not doing anything that the game itself needs to actually, you know, not take a week and a half to play a game and to get people who act- who are under the age of 40 to actually give two shits. It just, I, I just don't fucking understand it. I don't get it. They, they just, they're constantly shooting themselves in the foot. And the other thing, right? I think this got done because uh, Apple announced that they, they just paid a ton of money to, to show games uh, on Apple TV. 
And so what are the owners going to say? And Oh, hey, uh, we're, we're poor. We're broke. It's like we just got fucking $85 million a year for five years, and you're going to say that you're broke. What are you doing? So that, I mean, I, all those things sort of came together in a perfect uh, storm. And then they didn't want to look like shit either for, like, Jackie Robinson Day, which is a big fucking deal in baseball. And if they missed Jackie Robinson Day, which would be the 75th anniversary uh, of his debut, that would have looked just as bad, if not worse. So, honestly, just fucking stupid. Um, but now you're getting into the actual business of the game itself. Carlos Rondon going to San Francisco. I think that's uh, and he made a ton of money. So good for you, buddy. Good for you. I thought he was one of the best pitchers in the league last year. Uh, but honestly, aside from that, <clears throat> I don't really give two shits about the player movement so much uh, because it doesn't. I don't want to say it doesn't affect me, but it, you know, it sort of does. So the Yankees made a trade, which I thought was uh, very interesting, where they traded um, somebody and somebody for somebody. Josh Donaldson, who, quite frankly, is past his prime. So I'm very curious as to why the Yankees made the move. But they made the move. They brought in Josh Donaldson, and they brought in like a backup catcher and some other people. Trying to see what like the fucking this is what happens when you jump into these things like like too quick and too early because you don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. All right, they traded uh, Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela to the Twins for Josh Donaldson and a shortstop. Uh, whose name I'm not going to... Isaiah Kinner Falefa. I don't know. Uh, this is a awesome move for the Red Sox, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Urshela hammered the Red Sox. Hammered. So I love it. Like Josh Donaldson, all right, fine. He won an MVP. Ooh, great. Big deal. He won an MVP now seven years ago, so I'm not that impressed anymore. But the Yankees are in love with fucking guys who can just mash and strike out a ton, so he fits nicely. Gary Sanchez was hated in that town for some weird reason. Guy's a fucking all-star shortstop. Uh, catcher, sorry. Um, what, what the fuck are you doing? He's probably going to be very good uh, in Minnesota. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. Same with Urshela. Not to mention he's a, he's a third baseman. He's not a shortstop. And, of course, you know, the, the funniest part about the whole thing is that Aaron Boone, that dunce, said that Urshela was the starting shortstop like three hours before they made the trade. It's like, well, tell you, talk to your fucking manager. What are you doing? Stupid. Um, But, boy, oh, boy. I think it works out nicely for the Red Sox. Problem is, the Red Sox haven't fucking done anything. They signed uh, two, two more fucking lefties for the bullpen. It's like, the only... We have like 95 left-handed relievers now. Just what we need. They need another fucking starter, but they're going to drag out their... They're going to stretch the the best reliever they have, Garrett Whitlock, and try to make him into a starter. So I'm very curious to see how that plays out. My guess is he's back in the bullpen by May 13th. I don't know. That's my mother's birthday. That was weird. Hmm. No, June 13th, my mother's birthday. Jesus Christ, David. You're a bad friend, and you're a bad son. 
you're the worst. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to being angry uh, with the Red Sox again. I'm looking forward to being uh, bitter with the Red Because, look, you're not a real Red Sox fan if you're happy. They just don't exist. And the people who are happy Red Sox fans, they've only been Red Sox fans uh, since 2004. So the rest of you, all you youngins, all you dumb kids who don't know shit, supposed to be miserable, supposed to be angry. That's the whole point of being a Boston sports fan is to be a miserable douche. Not really, but probably. All right, so my energy is uh, gone. I spent 25 minutes uh, yelling and screaming about nothing, so I hope you enjoyed sports. Um, yeah, and listen, I will be in Las Vegas this week. Um, I might be sharing some content. I might not be. Who knows? Uh, feel free to call the show with any. If you have a hot sports take, I want to hear it. 617-657-4736. 617-657-4736. All your hot sports takes. Send them in. Huzzah. I don't know. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Please, please do that. Godspeed. Ta-ta.